Let's check out your headlines for today. To do that, we'll bring in Natalie Lovey from the 980 CFPL Newsroom. Good morning, Natalie. Good morning, Devin. We'll start with the weather because it is the top story this morning and all school purpose vehicles serving the public and Catholic boards have been canceled for the entire day due to freezing rain. So that is all school purpose vehicles canceled for the day. This is going to be the big issue moving forward. We've also got Western announcing today that they're delaying their opening until midday because of the weather. Uh, So that's just a good reminder that it's uh, very icy out there. Yeah, if you need to hit the roads uh, and your vehicle was parked outside last night, you are going to get a very good arm workout this morning as you scrape off your windshield because that icy mix of precipitation has left a slick coating on roads, walkways and vehicles. A freezing drizzle advisory remains in effect this morning from Environment Canada. The storm that moved through the region yesterday brought freezing rain, ice pellets, sleet and snow, and it blanketed the region yesterday afternoon through the evening. The City of London says salt trucks with plows are out on main roads and bus routes while sidewalk plowing and sanding is ongoing. London Hydro's outage map shows no current issues, but we're not out of the woods just yet. Communications Director Nancy Hutton told 980 CFPL, high winds combined with ice buildup on hydro wire could lead to some outages. If you're traveling out of the London International Airport this morning, check before you head out uh, to make sure the status of your flight is okay. There are some cancellations to report this morning, both for arrivals and departures. One flight arriving from Putacana last night was delayed due to the weather. For those traveling within the city, motorists are urged to slow down and make sure you drive according to the conditions. Postpone travel if you can. We're expecting periods of freezing drizzle this morning, which will change over to light snow this afternoon, or light rain rather, as the daytime high climbs to three degrees. It has taken longer than expected, but Dustin Epp has finally been sentenced. Yeah, the former high school teacher who pleaded guilty to various sex crimes involving a minor will serve nearly four and a half years in prison. Dustin Epp pleaded guilty to sexual exploitation, voyeurism, making child pornography, and possessing child pornography last October. He was supposed to be sentenced last month, but skipped the hearing only to be sentenced days later in Sudbury. Yesterday, Epp pleaded guilty to an additional charge related to his absence from his original sentencing date. The court heard victim impact statements from family, as well as an agreed statement of facts that detailed a graphic account of Epp's crimes against the victim, who was 17 at the time. The Crown and Epp offered a joint submission of a four and a half year sentence to which Justice Kevin McHugh agreed. With the time already spent in custody, Epp will serve about four years and four months in jail. Google is not too happy with the federal government right now. Yeah, Google is blocking some Canadian users from viewing news content in what the company says is a test run of a potential response to the Liberal government's online news bill. Also known as Bill C-18, the Online News Act would require digital giants like Google and Meta, which owns Facebook, to negotiate deals that would compensate Canadian media companies republishing their content on their platforms. The company said yesterday that it's temporarily limiting access to news content for under 4% of its Canadian users as it assesses possible responses to the bill. All types of news contents are being affected by the test run, which will run for about five weeks. Now, that includes content created by Canadian broadcasters and newspapers. Google's response to Canada's bill is similar to the response it had to legislation in Australia. 
In that case, Google, as well as Facebook, threatened to block news content, but ultimately both companies backed down. Ontario is considering investing heavily in nuclear power. Yeah, Ontario is exploring the idea of building large-scale nuclear plants to meet the increasing demand for electricity and phase-out uh, natural gas generation. Last year, a report by the Canadian or the Independent Electricity System Operator found the province could eliminate natural gas from the electricity system by 2050, but it would require about $400 billion in capital spending and more nuclear power plants. The province has not committed to a natural gas moratorium or phase-out or to build new nuclear facilities other than its small modular reactor plans, but it's also consulting with the province. Uh, Environmental Defence Ontario says it opposes new nuclear builds and calls the prospect absurd when there are cheaper alternatives like wind and solar power. And we'll end with this. Florida wants to end the practice of dogs sticking their head out the window of a moving car. Yeah, dogs sticking their heads out of a window of a moving car might soon become illegal in Florida. It's part of an animal welfare bill making its way through the state Senate. The measure would ban owners from letting dogs put their heads out of the windows of moving cars and sit in laps. Experts say the safety of the act is debatable, but if a window is open enough for a dog to stick its head out, they could potentially jump out. Other aspects of the bill include making it illegal to declaw cats, limiting the time that animals can be tethered outside, and banning the sale of rabbits before Easter. The measure would also create a registry of animal abusers. While we've been uh, talking, the London District Catholic School Board has also closed all their schools and buildings. So uh, that is something uh, for parents to be aware of as well. It's not just school bus cancellations, but school closures today. Let's check out what happened on this day in history. In 1455, Johannes Gutenberg published the Bible. It was the first book ever printed on a press with movable type. In 1836, the siege of the Alamo began in San Antonio, Texas. Mexican troops under General Santa Ana eventually wiped out the American garrison. Among those killed was Davy Crockett. In 1874, lawn tennis was patented by W.C. Wingfield of England. In 1885, in Devonshire, England, John Lee became the only man to survive hanging three times. His death sentence was eventually commuted to life in prison. In 1893, the Stanley Cup was awarded for the first time to the Montreal Amateur Athletic Association team. In 1906, Tommy Burns, a Hanover native, became Canada's first world heavyweight boxing champion. He held the title for two years. In 1918, the Bolsheviks formed the Soviet Red Army. In 1954, the first mass inoculation of children against polio with the Salk vaccine began in Pittsburgh. In 1970, the first public presentation of the Junos, the annual awards of the Canadian recording industry, took place in Toronto. In 1982, the Quebec government House leader Claude Chiron resigned from the Parti Québécois cabinet. He had tried to steal a sports jacket from a Montreal department store. In 1994, Quebec Miriam Bedard became the first Canadian woman to win two gold medals at a single Winter Olympics. In 2002, Gordon Matthews, the inventor of voicemail, died at the age of 65. Matthews held more than 35 patents in his life. He conceived voicemail in the late 1970 and patented it in 1982. In 2010, former NBA star Jason Williams was sentenced to five years in prison for fatally shooting a hired limo driver in 2002. 
ending an eight-year legal odyssey by tearfully apologizing to the victim's family. On this day in 2014, Canada won its second consecutive Olympic men's hockey gold medal, uh, defeating Sweden 3-0, closing the Sochi Games with 25 medals, good for fourth overall in total medals and the third most gold medals. And on this day in 2022, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau said the Emergencies Act was no longer needed. Now the demonstrations in Ottawa and some border crossings had ended or slowed down, and Premier Doug Ford declared the... Uh, end of a state of emergency uh, to deal with those blockades be, uh, that were uh, re- a result of restrictions for COVID-19. Happy birthday to Kendra, who turns 39 today. You share a birthday with Patricia Richardson, who turns 72. Kristen Davis is 58 today. Josh Gad turns 42. Emily Blunt is 40. And Dakota Fanning turns 29.